Before we go ahead and get started with today's episode, I want to say thank you all for listening in, and I'm hopeful that my podcast itself is helping out a number of people throughout the world, and I'm excited to be presenting more and more content. With that being said, it'd be greatly appreciated if you guys rated uh, the podcast on the Spotify platform. They now have a rating system for uh, podcasts. So if you can go ahead and give us a rating, that would be fantastic. You'd be tremendously helping out the show. And hopefully this podcast can also be shared and viewed amongst other people. And, you know, many other people will also find great benefit from it as well. So again, thank you all. And let's get back into the show. Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. If you don't have a consistent goal in life, you can't live it in a consistent way. Marcus Aurelius Hello, my fellow Stoics. Welcome to the collection of powerful quotes series, whereby each month I pick out quotes and reflect on their importance and how they can be applied to today. If you follow Stoic Sage on Instagram at the Stoic Sage, you will have most likely seen these posts. But more importantly, it's extremely important to not only see these kinds of posts on the internet and social media, but to reflect on why they are important to live by. As I've said in the past, and like many of the Stoics have also said time and time again, embody the philosophy that you preach. So for this first quote, it is by Epictetus. To live a life of virtue... You have to become consistent, even when it isn't convenient, comfortable, or easy. A lot of changes have been happening in my life. I mean, I've recognized a couple of bad habits in the past. And, you know, we are in March, January, February, March, three months into the new year. I would like to hope that many of you are also progressing in your journey of the new year, new me kind of thing or in our case, New Year, same me. But, you know, now that we're about three months in, it's good to reflect, right? I always do a a three-month quarterly, uh, um, you know, discussion with myself to figure out, oh, am I actually uh, doing well, right? And what I'm trying to maintain in my life right now is consistency, That's a a goal of mine. I want to maintain a consistent lifestyle, whether I want to go to the gym, whether I want to be journaling, whether I want to be eating right, um, or just overall having good, good habits and removing the bad ones. And this quote really spoke to me because the Stoics were always about routine. And nowadays, I wouldn't, I would say that it would need to be updated not really routine. I think that it should be updated to systems, right? If, if you have a proper system down where your behavior is a behavior 
is done by prompt ability and motivation, you can create good habits and also remove bad habits. And you have to be consistent in that way though. So when I'm, you know, thinking about stoics and routine, I'm thinking of consistency. So uh, throughout these three months, I've realized a couple of bad habits or that, that I have to really fix and or good habits that I'd like to get started on. But it's hard to remain consistent at times. And this quote, again, even if it's inconvenient or if it's not comfortable or if it's not easy, you have to do it nonetheless because that is what's going to, you know, maintain a good and happy lifestyle. And, you know, life's going to get in the way. Life is going to only get more difficult, if anything. No one's promising us that life is going to be easy. And we as Stoics have to recognize that as a reality. The people we encounter aren't going to be easy people to encounter. Life is only more complicated. The only difference is that we just have to get better. We have to improve upon our systems. We have to create better habits. We have to continue to remain consistent. You know, you have a bad day, sure, but you have to realize that life's going to continue on whether or not you had a bad day, whether or not you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, whether or not you chose to eat well or you chose to to drink your coffee in, in the morning for some energy regardless of what's happening in life you 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 receive some bad news or what you realize that you have to do for that day just is going to be difficult life is going to continue but if you are able to do these difficult tasks with a good system and good routine down then even the most simplest of tasks will be far easier and over time, difficult tasks will actually be more exciting because you have that consistency down. You know, uh, create a nice system for yourself, a nice routine for yourself. And that's how you live a life of virtue, though. You have to become consistent in that way, constantly questioning yourself. And th this, over the past month, has really helped me out in understanding that life is going to throw a lot of stuff at you. And things are just sometimes not going to go your way. But you have to remain consistent because your response is what's the most important. And that's what's going to provide you with a life of virtue. So the second quote is by Marcus Aurelius. I cannot comprehend how any man can want anything but the truth. I mean, this quote was really interesting to me because right now, I mean, we all want the truth, right? Whether it be in our relationships, whether it be at work, whether it be with ourselves, and obviously whether it be politically. I think that right now we are seeing a little bit of a shift in people wanting more truth than they do caring about what they feel. I do think that we need to be focusing more on the truth itself, even if it hurts, even if it's a truth that goes against what you have previously thought, because the truth shall set you free. 
<laughs> oh, the, the truth is the most important thing that you should value. And more importantly, the truth, regardless of who it comes from. I think that's also a very important distinction to make. I mean, with this whole political landscape that we're dealing with right now, I could care less if I hear it from Fox News. If it's the truth, it's the truth. And I'm going to hold it dearly because I want the truth. If it comes from MSNBC, CNN, if there's a sliver of truth in something, you have to accept it. Obviously, do your due diligence and see if it's actually true. Maybe it's stretched a bit. Maybe they're deceiving the, with the specific sly words and whatnot. That's besides the point. The point is, regardless of where it comes from or who it comes from, you should always want, always want the truth, right? Because the truth is how we make better decisions. The truth is how we make the best decisions for ourselves, for our neighbors, for our family members, for our friends. That's how we should be going about life. If all you went through life was just about what you feel is right, I mean, that just leads to more suffering because you're acting based on desire. You desire to feel good when you are told something because sometimes the truth does hurt. So you'd rather feel good even if it's wrong. I mean, that's setting your life up for disaster, for more suffering. And nobody wants that. It, and Marcus Aurelius is right. Even I can't comprehend how anyone can want anything but the truth. So this next quote is by Seneca the Younger. Nothing is ours except time. And this goes back to the consistency quote that I was mentioning. But time will continue on. Time is not given to us. Regardless of what's going on in our lives, time is always going to move forward. Life is always going to pass us by. And the only thing that we have is the time in the present now, in this present moment. That's all we have. And it's going to continue to go whether or not whether or not we want to live it fully or half-assed. Whether we want to live it actively or passively. I mean, life is absolutely beautiful when you know how to use it. Life can seem very short when you don't utilize it. When you don't take action in the very things that will better your life or make any impact or any difference in your life. If you aren't making any decisions based on active active participation then you're living passively and then you will say wow time has passed by so quickly when you say that when somebody says that you should think or when you say that you should think oh my god have i been living my life passively this whole time i mean that's a scary thought to think because then you you begin to feel maybe regret or sadness for not being active in your life. But now you can't think about that because that's in the past. You're done. That is dead. You are now living here and now. Regardless of how much time you've lost in whatever regretful actions or decisions you did make, you have to say, right now this time belongs to me and my responses are, are mine and mine alone. I mean, because nothing is ours except time. 
no amount of things that we gather doesn't even belong to us. But time belongs to us individually, right? Because we can take direct action on it for ourselves. All right. This next one is another one by Seneca. You must lay aside the burdens of your mind. Until you do this, no place will satisfy you. This is being with yourself. Internally, you must lay aside the burdens of your mind. The things that are stressing you out. The things that disappoint you. The, the, the things that, you know, don't necessarily make you happy or, or that feel like a weight on your shoulders. You have to lay aside those burdens. Because no place, by that means, by that we mean you can live in a cardboard box, in a, a studio apartment, a three-bedroom house, a mansion. None of those things will ever satisfy you if your mindset is not really clear. You have to lay aside the burdens of your mind. Because the thing is, when you don't lay aside the burdens of your mind, you will start to act based on those burdens. You will act based on the color of your thoughts. And when you act based on the color of your thoughts, you can very well lose it all if you were at the, the top. And that's a scary, that, that's a, a real reality. There's a reason why nowadays uh, we see people like, uh, like income brackets, for example. We see the top 1% drop from the top 1% quite frequently. You know, people make tons of money and they lose it all, you know, or they have had a really good stretch where they've been top 1% and then they fall. It's very fluid. Some people go up, some people go down, some people stay up, some people never go up. And a lot of that, when, when they drop like that, has to do with what are you filling your mind with? Are you just burdening your mind with ill thoughts, with the darkest colors of your mind? I mean, and, and by doing that, are you acting selfishly at that point? Thinking that the next mansion, the next car, the next watch, the next phone, the next set of clothes, the next apartment, none of that's going to make you happy. If all you're doing is filling your mind with dread, stress, darkness, you have to be content and happy with what you have given yourself. You have to feel deserving of what you have provided for yourself, regardless if you know that it's not or is your end result or if it's what you've actually wanted just yet. You have to accept every single step. There's this whole thing of like um, happy but not satisfied or something like that, right? I've seen, I, I generally see those in um, gym quotes and whatnot. And in a way, that's a very toxic thing to think. I mean, I understand it right? You're happy, but never satisfied. You're like, oh yeah, I'm happy with the progress that I've made, but I'm not satisfied. And I, I'm, I'm going to remain unsatisfied until I get this. But that's unquenchable. That is completely unquenchable. Because then once you get there, you're already going to want something else. You have to lay aside the things that weigh you down, that will weigh you down. That, that thought pattern, 
happy but never satisfied is acting based on desire. And, and not only that, but a lack of control over your own desires. You should be happy with where you're at. Don't, don't fall into the trap of the fitness industry. They want you to feel unsatisfied. That's the point. That way they could sell you the next program. That way they could sell you the next set of clothing. That way they could sell you the next supplement. That, that, but that's not a good way to live. They want you to be unsatisfied, so you are forced to continue on. They've already implanted a mindset in you where when you, get, when you do get to where you want to be, where you thought you want to be, you're going to want something else. And that goes with anybody. If you're an entrepreneur, I'll be happy when I make my first million. I'm happy now, but I'm not satisfied until I get my next million, my next million. That's acting on desire and a lack of control of your own desires. So you are constantly filling your mind with burden and sadness and control, uh, um, desire, lack of control over one's desires. None of that that you want to reach will ever satisfy you at that point. So remember to remain present and look around yourself. Be happy with what you've gotten so far. Because back then, this is what you would have wanted. Regardless if it's picture perfect. The point is, I mean, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to live in uh, sunny California and in, in SoCal. And that's kind of all I really wanted. I didn't really think about any particular things, right? Because we never know what the intricate details when we're young. But younger me would be so proud of me. So be proud. Be happy with what you have. Yeah, sure, I don't have the nicest car. Yeah, sure, I don't buy Tom Ford every every freaking weekend. That's not the point. You don't need to think about those desires based on what you want now. Think about it from when you first thought of it. Because you probably didn't think of those details, did you? You probably just thought, I would want to have my own place, have some nice clothes, and feel comfortable in myself, feel more confident in myself. Well, hey, I've got that. I've got that now. Now be happy. Be present in the moment and continue to just dream a little bit, but positively. You know, don't let your desires control you into thinking that you should be sad now. That's not the point. Otherwise, again, nothing will satisfy you. And that's not a way to live. So this last quote is by Socrates. Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. You know, earlier today, actually, I was thinking about an Instagram post that I saw that was talking about how people nowadays, are, particularly in the entrepreneur landscape, um, they will often say some things that you should never talk about with anybody. Your life problems, your love life, how much money you make, um, any issues that you're dealing with. Never talk to people like about that stuff. And in a way, I understand it. Be selective with who you talk to uh, about these things because they, they can be very intimate details of your life. But in a way, that's very, that's very, very toxic. We need a community of people. We need to have a, a shoulder to cry on, a friend to open up to. 
We're social creatures. That's the being social is the very reason why we exist today for being social. Ah, sure. You want to maybe you can cry out that the war and and um, issues have always happened. Yes, but within the individual communities, we have always had that. Wherever wherever our ancestors lived, there was always a community. There was always somebody to speak with. That's how we share ideas. That's how we've evolved to the way that we are today. That's how new ideas, that's how advice is given. Obviously, be selective because some people will use it against you. Some people will be rude to you. Some people will abuse it. But the point is you need to be selective with who you speak with and build that community because you do need it. But my point being back to this quote is when you begin to talk to people and open up about your life, about your experiences, about what you're going through, and you start letting them talk, you begin to realize that there is not a single person in the world that has a good life. And what I mean by good life, as in like, no problems at all, no issues. And anybody who doesn't talk about their issues is just someone who just doesn't want to express it to particular people. And that's okay. But anybody who looks perfect on the outside, never for a second think that they are living a perfect life because they're not. Everybody has a battle that they're fighting, whether it be mentally, whether it be physically, whether it be emotionally, whether it be financially. Everybody's fighting a battle. We forget that. And, and that's from any walk of life. The poorest poor is, is fighting a hard battle. The richest rich is also fighting a very hard battle. We shouldn't be diminishing people on, their, on what their struggles are just because of what we perceive their struggles to be. Don't compare. You are dealing with yours. And they may think, other people may think yours are worthless. Why are you stressing? And then you will be here thinking the exact same thing for other people. It doesn't matter. Everybody's going through something. But when you find and understand that, you begin to realize that we're all not so different. We do all struggle with how to resolve things. We all struggle with life in general. That's the human experience and we're all sharing it. We're all going through something. And you know what? We're all dealing with it. Build a community. Be kind to people. You don't know what they're going through. Assume positive intent in people. That's a reflection of your character. Right? Being kind. Not being nice. Being kind is a reflection of your character. Everybody, absolutely anybody you meet, regardless if they tell you their hardships or not, they are going through something. And if you do happen to find the person that doesn't go through anything, well, they're obviously pushing down something. <laughs> I would know. That happens to me too. <laughs> you push down issues and then you think you don't have any issues when in fact... No, I have issues. I just, <laughs> I'm not aware of them. That's all.
but everybody is going through something. And there is not one person who has it worse than the other. That's part of the human experience. Everybody is going through something. And in times like these, when we're finally coming out of a pandemic, and now there's a, a war happening, inflation on the rise, so many issues are, are coming on politically, everybody's stressed out. Everybody is concerned. Everybody is having something having some type of struggle to go through. Everybody. Find your community. Find and open up to somebody. We as Stoics, we do not shove emotions down. We feel. Anybody who says otherwise doesn't understand Stoicism. We feel. The thing that Stoics do, however, is we try to understand ourselves. And we don't let those emotions control our actions. We don't let those emotions control who we are and continue to dye our mindset with negative color. That's what Stoics do. And even at the end of the day, if we know all the bad can happen and we know it will happen, a Stoic will say, there's a big but there. And that but is, I'm going to be okay. Because the worst can happen, but I know that my mindset, as long as my mindset is clear, then I know I can get through even the worst things. Even Marcus Aurelius would say, um, you know, oh, you're going to throw me in jail? Correction, you're going to throw my body in jail. Not my mind. You can have the worst case scenario happen to you. But your mind is all that you will ever have. Your mind and time. <laughs> right? But we can't shove down our emotions. We are social creatures. Even the Stoic has their problems. And even the Stoic needs advice. That doesn't mean that you can take any advice from anybody. You know, filter. Be selective. That we are social people and we need one another. Be kind to people. But that's the five quotes of this month. So thank you all for joining. And I hope that these quotes can help you reflect on life and actually apply these, sto these quotes that we constantly see to uh, daily life. Thank you.